Hey guys, welcome back to the Ugly Ducklings podcast with your hosts Bryce and Rashida. Today we have a special treat for you. A lot of our listeners really like when we talk about dating and relationships. So we thought we could do some episodes every now and again with friends who are willing to share their own very personal dating stories. To kick off the first installment of these dating diaries will be my friend Rashad. Bryce and I have both hinted at dating narcissists. We haven't really dug into it yet in any particular episode. Rashad was married to a narcissist, so who would be better to talk about it? But before we dive in, of course, I want to give a little introduction, and then I'll give um, the floor to Rashad as well to introduce himself. But I just have here 80s baby, Oakland native, celebrity chef, um, chop champion, and you can also find him on this documentary on Apple TV called The Mead You Can't See, which was executive produced by Oprah and Prince Henry. Is there anything else I need to say? I think that's it. I think that's it. It's a pleasure. Thank y'all for having me. Um, I can't wait to get into this conversation. Yes. Okay. So yeah, we can just. We might need therapy. After. <laughs> <laughs> we might all need therapy after this. So like I've mentioned before, me and Bryce have both dated narcissists, but we haven't really gotten too deep into it. So obviously you wanted to talk to you. And I, what I thought was most interesting about talking to you is a lot of times when people talk about abusive relationships or dating narcissists, they're talking about men. Very rarely are we talking about men being abused by women. So when you were talking to me about dating of a person that you can, you felt like she was a narcissist, so it was like, oh, this is something we need to talk about because there's a lot of men out here dating women and they're in an abusive relationship and they don't even know it. So we can just start off with the basics, okay? <laughs> when did y'all meet? So, okay, the whole meeting that we met, we were both on vacation. We met in, in Atlanta and it was my friend, my best friend and her sister-in-law. My best friend was dating her sister-in-law's sister. That's how we met. Okay. So the first time we met, it was like, it, it was all cool, friendly, very, very nice and stuff like that. And then we, some somehow or another, we, we ended up spending the whole entire day together. Okay. And spent the whole entire day together. And we went and had drinks at Frank Ski's in Atlanta. And she just did this thing where she was all like, wait, are we on a date? And I was all like, I guess so. <laughs> and then it kind of went from there. And she, she spent the whole three days of her trip with me. Okay. And there was no, there was no, um, how, uh, can I be like straightforward for this? Oh uh, yeah, we curse on oh, here. So yeah, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> there was no smashing or nothing like that. It was just like cool little friendly kind of situation. And then we ended up, I, I went back to California. She went back to where she was. And then I flew her out to California after Valentine's Day. She spent a whole month out there. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> month. She, we was like, okay, you want to be together. And we started dating then. She moved all of her stuff from where she was across country, the East Coast, to California, where I was. Wow. Together. This is all within a three-month period. Oh. Also, ladies, when men don't know if they want to wife you after a few weeks, just know that's bullshit because this nigga knew. <laughs> I knew I'll rip. I knew I'll rip. <laughs> okay, so it was all sweet. So, I mean, I guess, was there any 
point so how long did it take for, from dating to when you proposed like how much time it elapsed? was about i want to say a year and a half i think that we dated okay and we went through a lot of things in the day and i mean now that i'm out of it now i realize i missed so many signs that i should have noticed off rip okay kind of Sometimes, you know, when you're in a relationship, you look past all that or, or, or you get that butterfly moment. You think, mm-hmm. oh, it's not true. They're not like that. <laughs> yes, the hell they are. <laughs> Everything that a person shows you, they are. Everything. Yes. No, that's fast. Everything. Like, yes. don't ever think that somebody just like on some, no, that's not them. All, no, you know, they're going through something. No, bro. That's them <laughs> all the way. Believe that shit. So when you look back, what were red flags like before you proposed that you probably should have like actually um, paid heed to versus ignored? So I think one of the, one of the red flags is, is that when, when, when I moved her over here, I've been always raised around women that kept jobs, had careers, they had to take care of themselves. Like they never had the, the, the luxury of depending on a man to do anything for them. Yes. So when I noticed that when she got here, I'm like, okay, well, this is the base. You need to look for your job. Like, what's up? Yeah. She wasn't trying to do that. She was more mm. before she was a housewife. Yeah. Like, don't don't be a housewife before you get the ring. Yeah. That's like, a gamble. Like, yeah, you gotta be careful. And so, but but she was like, Well, you work, you you already, you know, you can pay all the bills. So I was doing that, and that was a red flag because I always say anybody that does not have anything that they're passionate about, they got love for. That's a red flag if they're trying to jump into a relationship. Because if you yeah. think if I'm the type of person, if you broke, you should not be dating. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm just being real. If you ain't got no money, you should not be in a relationship. You need to be focused on and I'm not even saying rich or wealthy. I'm saying yeah. be able to take care of yourself, at least. If you can't do that, nah, you need to be not giving up nothing. You need to be focused on doing something to get money. Because if you're not, something is off with that. That means that you're trying to find a person to fill a void that's inside of you. Yeah. And that can become a problem. And then this one time, something happened where we were late on a rent or something like that. And I was all like, well, I'll figure it out and get the money. She turns to me in bed and says, oh, I can just call my one of my exes and get the money. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm triggered. Like- triggered like a mother. Listen, when I say I went <laughs> off, bro, that whole apartment, it was like, it, it, I went in. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, oh, now you trying to disrespect me. But for me, I should have been all like, you know what? That's a that's a that's a that's a bad thing right there. But that's why you gotta take time to date. Yeah. You cannot rush into a relationship. You gotta take your time because you gotta really see this person in different different um environments to see how they operate. Yeah. And certain certain people can put on the on the role like good until you put them in the right environment and all of a sudden it's like, oh you a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you be really need attention that bad, huh? You know what I mean? Certain stuff yeah. like that. Like you, you have to be able to see that. That's why you got to date. I say six months to a year. Okay. Of not yeah. not being, and when I say date, I mean you're still both of you are still dating other people. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think that I think we limit ourselves too much to where we get the butterflies and we want to be committed to somebody so much. I think that. You got to build a rapport and a relationship with a person. And that takes time before you can say, I want to be committed to you. And you don't want to miss out on something that might be way more worth it than this person that you're investing all your time into. No, no, you should date. Yeah. Other people, while you're dating, y'all should share, you know, your test results. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. 
you should communicate and say, you know, don't sleep with somebody and then go over to the person's house. Yes, right. At least give it a yeah. date. <laughs> you know I mean? don't, don't just be moving like that. But, you know, communicate it. And I think that was one of our biggest things that we didn't take that time to really get to know each other. Okay. And she didn't know that I was a crazy, that I, I ain't with that. Yeah. You, you're not going to treat me like you want to treat me. So when she wasn't, when obviously she wanted to be a housewife and he was yeah. like, but it's the Bay Area, like making over six figures, you can still be under in poverty in the Bay. Facts. So like, did she eventually get a job? Were you like having to force her to go to get I interviews? I was having to force her to go get a job finally because I started. So when we, we initially moved out here, when she was out here, I was working. Okay. And I stopped working because the job I had was that I was a chef at a sorority house. Okay. So I got summers off, but I got summers paid. Okay. So I, we were in Atlanta one summer and I just, we decided to stay and we stayed Okay. with my job. And then I was out there working, you know, Atlanta money is nothing compared to California money. <laughs> I'm sure and it ain't. I realized that because I was like, I had jobs trying to pay me $10 an hour. No. Coming no. from California, making 25, 26. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Months off, weekends yeah. off. I was like, <laughs> but I had to survive. Yeah. And so I had to take jobs like that and I'm sitting there working. She's not working the entire time and saying that she has to find the right job because she's worth more. I'm like, well, you in Atlanta and girl, we got to eat. Yeah. I don't give a damn. You got to work at McDonald's. Yeah. We got to eat. <laughs> like, like, that's the whole thing. We got to make sure roof over our head. We got to eat. And she just wasn't on that same, same thing. Yeah. She had a degree had years of experience, wow. but I think she was looking for the right guy that would allow her just to nothing at all. Okay. So I know, Bryce, you can speak more to this, but like love bombing, do you feel like Ooh. you were being, because yes. obviously there's levels to this and, and listeners, of course, we'll have to talk more about all the, the phases or things that narcissists do. Right. But, Love bombing is a big one. So do you yes. feel like, I guess, the sex and just the affection and all of those things it were so great? Okay. It was like, <laughs> I'm a Capricorn, she's a Virgo. So for, for the listeners that know, that's a, that's a match made right there. Like, that, that's, that's ridiculous. And so it was completely love bomb. Especially because she just got a relationship a month, two months before we dated. A serious okay. relationship. Where they okay. were living together and stuff. Okay. And so I'm like, any, any other person would say, I got to take some time. Like, you know, like when you have a, a relationship, you, you go through your whole phase. You got to hold it up for at least <laughs> three, four, five months. You got to go out there and do that. Because you're, you're just trying to express the emotion and trying to feel something because you just went through all the hell you went through. And, and that's that's understandable. Yeah. So the whole phase got to at least last for at least three, three to six months. <laughs> Maybe a year. Maybe a year if you're really going through it. Like, let it out. <laughs> enjoy your life and so she didn't go through that okay so she kind of love bombed me and it was like okay like legit i was I'm a, I'm a really independent person i've been living on my own since what 19 okay taking care of myself so when i would go to work and come home she would have a house clean smelling good had a bad bath ready to, i'm just like damn like this is this is this is dope yeah but you know when you really got to know her it was like oh it was it was all it's all a manipulation tech that's what a narcissist does a narcissist doesn't do things out of kindness of their heart they do things to gain control and to gain position and to gain the fact that in their mind they want to know that they have a hold on you if they know they got a hold on you yeah 
they will, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, but then turn around, I don't like your outfit. Mm. Nice. You should take that off. And it's like, how can you, for one moment you say you love me, then another moment you're trying to tear me down. Yeah. That's manipulation, but it's also abuse, because that's what parents do that abuse their kids. Yeah. That's what narcissism starts at. Yes. It starts at the home. So, so you know, Very a parent true. that is like, okay, okay, mom is like, that's my baby. I put a roof over your head. I do all that kind of stuff. You're not gonna be nothing. You're gonna be just like your dad. No, it's like it's it's like two parts to it. Yes. It's all about the control because they know that if you continue to deal with it, they got you. The moment mm-hmm. you say I'm 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 gone, they're like, oh shit, it didn't work. But if you stay, they know they got you. Yeah. And, and that's crazy. They try little things. <laughs> little right, things. so what were you about to say? No, I was going to say that, like, so it seems like you're well-versed well, well versed in narcissism. Yes. So while you were in it, did you have this knowledge or was this obtained after? Yeah, yeah okay. it definitely came after. It came after of reading books, therapy, mm. a lot of therapy, a lot of reading the books, and then also taking taking the time to step back and just look at the relationship from a, from a view of not being in it. Yes. And then, you know, cause when you go through therapy, one of the things about therapy is that you got to deal with certain traumatic situations. So when you go back to those, like I left therapy, sometimes like wanted to fight. I wanted to fight. Cause I'm like, damn, why did I put up with that? Yeah. Like, I didn't peep that. And I'm the kind of person I peep everything. Yeah. I was a little kid. Like that's just who I am. I never get caught up in dumb shit like this. So for me to get caught up, <laughs> it was like, damn. Yeah. Like, damn. Right. And that was the hard part is that forgiving myself of. Yeah, damn. no, and you feel so stupid. You're angry. I was yes. very angry. So when you, before you did therapy alone, while you were in the relationship, did y'all ever do therapy together? Yeah, so towards oh. our relationship, we tried therapy. <laughs> we tried He's therapy. like, oh God. We tried therapy. We tried it two different therapists first the first therapist was like a, a pastor and his wife that we knew okay big mistake yeah Ooh. never ever go to get therapy from from preachers or bishops that did not have degrees mm. credible schools not from schools that they church people created <laughs> i'm talking credible schools yeah not go seek therapy because that's a bad thing because they are they're not gonna they're not gonna give you solutions they're gonna give you ways to band-aid yeah and that's what that pastor did like he he legit sat down and told me well if your marriage is not working out it's your fault talking to me wow okay and i'm looking at this nigga yeah because i'm like bro like you i'm i want to slap this sh- <laughs> what do you know this you know what you're doing and he's yes. like that doesn't matter you the man and the reason why he did it this is the manipulation that a lot of that you have to be careful when you go to church because folks will use this manipulate. He said, when Adam, no, when Eve bit the apple, God didn't come to the garden asking where Eve was. He came asking for Adam. Because Adam was here, her covering. So Adam was responsible for everything that Eve No, did. no, we're two whole individuals. You can't, we cannot apply the Bible in this way. No. And I'm, oh, I'm God. That I think somebody took it out because I think God came cussing Eve out. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that Eve got in trouble that day. Yes, she probably did. And Adam was sitting there like, I told her. Like, <laughs> I told her you created that. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 he used that to manipulate. And then we went to another therapist, this white guy, and he he was talking all like, yeah, he 
It was just not helping at all. Yeah. And the way that she works is she she will manipulate any environment. Yes, I would imagine. Mm. She will manipulate. Like, if you met her, you would never think. Great personality. Always friendly. Always wanting to help. Always like, yeah, 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 all that. But it's like, behind all that, it's like a wolf. Yeah. You look behind her dress and see the tail sticking Yeah. That shit oh, sticking. God. That's the <laughs> that place one. So, did your friends see it or no? That's the thing about so a narcissist. One thing that they will do, they will they will try to separate you from everybody, especially the people that they know have the ability to speak things to you that you mm. actually listen to. Yes. And yeah. They'll do it. They'll do it by always trying to nitpick the person or the people, trying to find flaws in them, trying to declare them to be like not good for you. They're not your friends. You can't trust them and all that. So for for a lot of the time, I had I had backed up for my friends and my family. And it, it had a lot to do because I was an entrepreneur. I had my business going on. So that yeah. kept me busy. But we my my family seen it. They okay. seen it. They peeped it. Especially my mom and my dad. They peeped it. But they also knew that I was smart enough to come up out of it. They didn't know how deep it was. Okay. They still don't know how deep it was. Like I, I can't tell every every story. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Y'all be like, bro, you was with a witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I secretly think I was. But but none of my peoples really knew because we were kind of like secluded in our own. That's what narcissists does. They they build a cocoon. Yes. Of all their love, and you're just in it. Yeah, no, that's like me and Bryce are best friends. We speak on the phone, especially when I lived in Philly, like every day, every weekend, I was trying to see him when he was dating that particular narcissist. It was like slim pickings because that person made him even feel like guilty to go out of his own house. Yes. Like you want to see your friends and not hang out with me? Yeah, crazy. (sighs) You don't even realize you're in it while you're in it. No, you don't. Definitely that trauma bond is uh that's how they get you. And then you start like feeling bad for them and start making excuses. Yeah. That shit is real. That shit is real. But I realized something when I went through therapy that um and it tripped me out. I told my sister, I said, I've married, I've married every woman in my life, I married their trauma in that one person. Oh. Every every single woman. In my life, their trauma was embodied in that one. Yeah. And that's the same perspective that you look at. Like, you usually date people that remind you of certain people that you grew up around. Yeah. If you have unhealed trauma, you're always going to look at or seek things, people that are based on your trauma because you wait for mm-hmm. your trauma butterflies to start going off. Yeah. Not knowing your trauma butterflies is killing you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. You. A lot of people say they, oh, I don't, I don't like him because I don't have butterflies. I'm like, that's unhealthy as well. No, I'm, yeah, that's the bad. The, yeah, the butterflies is the anxiety. Yes. Yes. The nervousness, the, mm-hmm. the fact that in your stomach, it's like, it's like God is like, this ain't right. This ain't right. Yeah. Just sit back and watch. Get to know the person. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Get to know the person. Watch how they move and then make your choice. But don't wait for that butterflies. And I, I always say it's kind of messed up because the world that we live in, in the culture that was created, that we are supposed to be in these relationships, we got to find these people in order for us to feel um, complete. 
And that shit's just not true. Sometimes yeah. you just have to smash somebody and keep it moving. <laughs> That's very true. And there's nothing wrong with that. There, there's literally nothing. Yeah. You don't want to smash somebody that you were supposed to smash and move. And then you fall in love with the person or you marry the person. You have kids with that person. So now you are, your whole entire life is poison. Yeah. Because you were thinking like, oh, well, you know, that night was good. We had butterflies and now we got to be together. It's like, no, y'all got to date and get to know each other. Take time. Don't rush. Yeah. And I rushed. That was my problem. But you don't always feel like you're rushing, though, when you're being love-bombed. Yeah. At least in my opinion, you're just right. like, in it. Yeah, because it's so, it's so like, intoxicating. Like, yeah. Gotta, and it's like, damn. But you learn, like, that, sh that, that shit ain't good. <laughs> that shit's not good. And she knew what she was doing because she's done that before. She knows yeah. that feeling that she gives to people, and that's how she gets them. Yep. And then once she got you, it's like, it just, like, legit, I remember this one time, it was actually a few weeks after we got married, she, we got in an argument, and she goes and reaches out to her ex on Facebook, and hit him with a, I miss you. Oh. Oh. Look, look it, left the page open so that I could see it. Oh, she was messing with you. Oh. And I'm sitting back, like, I'm like, bro, like, she really don't know, like, I'm, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 don't push me. Like, let me, like, be cool. And she kept trying me yeah. to see what I was going to do. And I kept telling her, I was like, listen, you're going to get to a place where you're going to keep on doing these things and I'm going to be gone. And there's yeah. no coming back when I'm gone. And you're going to regret it. Period. Because I'm not, I didn't cheat on you. I didn't put my hands on you. I was in this relationship for reasons to be in love and be with you. Yeah. You was in there to get control so that you can have the control over somebody because you had no control over anything else in your life. Right. Because she didn't have anything else going on. Mm. You said that earlier about that's a red flag. And I agree with you, meeting people who have no hobbies. And particularly, <laughs> I say this to women because women, you know, like we're kind of taught subconsciously to like, you want a man and like your worth is into that. And so like, it's like, kind of like made in, um, coming to America. I like what you like. No, I don't yeah. like what you like. Like I like my own shit. And if you don't like all those things, that's cool. I'll do those by myself or with my girls and then we'll come back together. Nice. But a lot of times you're like, well, I want this guy to like me. So if he likes anime, I'm gonna like anime. It's like, girl, if you don't like Sailor Moon, don't pretend because that <laughs> shit gonna look corny on nice. you. But nice. girls be out here pretending. Um, yeah. So what was the breaking point? Like when you were just like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm done. I think the breaking point, let me think. Holy shit, this is getting deep. <laughs> I told you, man, we got a lot of... Because I think the people need to hear this. Yeah. I think the dudes need to hear this. Um, because I think, like you said, they're always talking about men being narcissists. They're not talking about the ways of a narcissistic woman. Yeah. Which is so much more powerful than a man. And the reason why is because y'all have the ability to have our children. And if your narcissism is so strong, you're going to create our children to be narcissists. Mm -hmm. And then you'll, you'll, you'll use the kid as a pawn. Yeah. And I'm going to take true. you through this and take you through that. And, and be, it's only because a lot of dudes don't realize it. And so they, yeah. they sit there getting into relationships with women because kind of like you said, women are taught that their value is by trying to make a man want you even more. Yeah. But for a man, we're taught that pay the bills, take care of the house, do all this. And if you don't do this, you're not a good man. So we do all that. We find a woman that is like wanting us to do that. Yeah. She has nothing else going on, but she wants us to 
be this image of a man in her mind. And when we give her that, it's still not enough. Yeah. And that's only because inside of her, she doesn't have any value inside of her. And so her value only comes from a relationship. Mm-hmm. So you got to watch out for women like that because those women, it's 2021. There's no reason for every man, every woman not to have something going on with themselves. If you go to the club there all the time and that's all you do because you want to find a man, yeah, you're crazy. And, <laughs> and bros, y'all got to stay away from them. Them is the ones you don't even do the one-nighters with because that's manipulation. They're trying to, there's something going on with them where they're trying to find, you know, baby daddy or whatever, but you got to be careful with them because they, they're, they're, they're vampires. Yeah. They're vampires. Mm-hmm. They, they're coming to take your blood as much as possible. <laughs> but I think, I think that the, the, the breaking point for me was in the tail end of our relationship, it had gotten so violent Okay. to where the arguments had turned because I'm, I, I hate to argue. That's just not me. And so the arguments had turned into if, if I didn't say she was right, all hell was gonna break loose. Oh gosh. And I'm the kind of person, if you're not right, I'm not gonna tell you right. Yeah. And I could be sitting there calm like this. That's not true. Yeah. And that will, and you know, that'll piss anybody. Yeah. If I'm calm and cool, so I'll be calm and cool. Like, no, that's a lie. That's not true. No, no. And, and it became so violent to where it was like, because she grew up with all boys. Okay. So she was trying to run up on me a few times. Oh yeah, that's a no. And I'm like, bro, you a you a buck thirty. <laughs> a buck thirty. Yeah. Like, why are you gonna even try to do that? But she had to prove herself. I can fight you. I can do it. And I'm just like, so those arguments had turned like too. It, yeah. it became like way too much. And I was going through other things, and so I we broke up. I was like, okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you stay at this, at our apartment that we share. I'm gonna move out. I go and got me a spot. I said, I'm gonna keep on paying your bills because I'm your husband and you're, and you're not working. Yes. So I gotta take care of you, my responsibility. Yeah. So she didn't like that, even though she had started making dating app oh, profiles. Oh. Yeah, she was doing the most, doing all of that stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is, this, this is a lot. So I moved out. Then she turned around and <laughs> supposedly it got sick. A narcissist loves to be sick, y'all. Let me just, they also hypochondriacs a little bit. Anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, a lot, a lot. But <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say it anyway, because it's gonna be it's gonna air whatever. But yeah. she said that she got sick because we had mold in our old apartment, supposedly. She had lost like 30 pounds in a month. And now she a hundred. <laughs> now she hundred pounds. But so the medical records I found out later on when I read the medical records, yeah, that she um, everything was tagged to whatever that is when you make yourself. Throw. Oh yeah, bulimia or yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, so she was making herself sick in uh, order in order to get me back. Yeah. Because in that same sense, she had, we got in an argument, I'm gonna go back before I moved out, we yeah. had an argument one morning about something. And she was all like, well, why are you with me? We should get a divorce. I was all like, if that's what you wanna do, let's go get a divorce. Shit, I ain't about to force you to be married to me. Like again, the, 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 yeah. it just came out. And then she was like, well, take me down there. I said, okay. I took her ass down to the court office, <laughs> got the papers, signed the papers, and was like, all right, we." We legally separated now. Yeah. 
And so I moved out and I'm like, okay, so let's go ahead and handle this through the courts and we can yeah. be done. Not her. She wanted to get sick. And that's that's what we what, what, what pulled me back in. Yeah, then you're like, I I'm wanna like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make sure she good. So I that moved her out. That shit is real. Moved her out the house, brought her into my spot, and it was cool for a few months. And then it was like that shit just went left again. And I should have, I shouldn't have went back that time. Yeah. So, so she, we got back together and then finally I had enough and I said, okay, you know what? I'm moving out. You can do whatever you want to do. I'm gone. Yeah. And that's when I had to cut it. And okay. even then I still wasn't able to cut it because even went through the divorce process, she was still trying to hold on as much as possible. And the manipulation, like she used to always tell me, if you ever leave me, your business is gone. If you ever leave me, I got, I mean, because I'm pretty sure that, that, that when shit starts coming out more, she's going to probably start sending videos. The smear campaign. Yeah. yeah. It's going to start. It's going to start because, because she wants to make sure that people see me. Yeah. The you're villain. the villain. Yeah. And I, and I'm just sitting back like, well, even in those videos, I'm not chasing you with a, you know, trying to beat yeah. you up or fight you. I'm telling you that I'm not that dude that you go mess with. Like, I'm yeah. letting you know, like, I'm, you're not going to treat me in a way where I've never been treated before. It's not going to yeah. happen. And I think with her, it was very difficult to break me because she wanted to so bad, but I just, yeah, you know, I'm hella hard-headed and bull-headed. It's not going to happen. And they, and literally she, because because used to trip me out. It's like, I invested in three of her businesses to get launched. Nothing ever happened. Oh, man. She All used right. to get so frustrated with me because she's like, well, damn, you keep moving forward with your businesses. Like, You'll fall down and get back up. I'm like, well, that's the that's the that's the process you're an entrepreneur. You got to get back up and keep going. Yeah. She became envious of that. Mm -hmm. Very very envious because I was not slowing down. I was continuing to progress. And she used to try little things like that. Well, I'll do this, and I'm gonna if you try to leave me, I'm gonna I'm gonna take half of this and take half of oh, that. Man. I mean, she. It, I mean, still take me through. Yeah. Still taking me through. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and and it's it's it's. I mean, it's it's crazy because now I sit back, I see. Damn, I was blind by the love bomb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all I of us ultimately want love, though. So yeah. it's like it's not your fault. And also with that smear campaign, you have to just let some people are just not going to see your side, and not get it because I'm sure there's been instances for you where you've tried to maybe explain this woman is a narcissist or has been abusive. And because of the perfect persona she has displayed to other people throughout your relationship, they're not going to see it, they're not going to get it, and they're not going to believe you. And you're just gonna have to be like, okay, respectfully, I just don't don't need to speak to you then or talk yeah, to you. for sure, for sure. And that's what I'm learning is that you gotta be okay with having your experience and knowing it and not looking for the validation from other people. Because I know for, for this woman in particular, she, Seeing the way she treat other people, seeing the way she treat her, her mom, her family, that that should have been a red flag for me. Yeah. Because she just did not treat. Most narcissists, they don't have many friends. No. Their families are not really around like that, or their families are not close. And if you see them interact with their family, it's always like this elephant in the room to where you can feel the energy of it. You're like, something's not right with the way this family yeah everything is all giggly and all like oh we're the best friends and all that kind of it's not no 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 yeah i got i got hella brothers and sisters 
we 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 cap on each other 24 7 yeah we together that's normal family shit but we love each other yeah but when you try to paint this picture that your family is like something that is not it's like come on and i didn't pay attention to those signs yeah which i should have mm-hmm. because narcissism it always starts in, ch- in childhood they're not born that way but they're born into it though yes and they're and they're taught how to be that way for for a lot of different reasons some people can come from abuse some people can come from being abandoned it just happens and we got to be able to recognize that nah it ain't our responsibility to save her yeah that's what happens is that the person that dates narcissists we want to come in and save the person that's not your responsibility to save nobody you gotta let them figure it out for themselves no that's real like i I feel like what you said about being envious is something too for people to really watch out for. And it might not always be a narcissist, but just a partner in general, because I felt like that with Bryce's um, ex-partner that we were, that I referenced and even the, the narcissist that I dated, it was like your success or people liking you or gravitating towards you was a problem. And like, why do people like you more than me? Or why do people want to talk to you or befriend you? Well, I maintain relationships. I look a nice person. Like you want to date me. So why is it hard for you to see why other people want to be around me or why you should be happy that I'm having success or I got a job or got my business launched? They don't, they don't though, because they look at like they lose the control, especially when, especially like for, for a man and a woman, the woman is so used to getting acknowledged for her looks and all that kind of stuff like that. And for my ex, she was, you know, a model. So she, okay. you know, kept it, kept it right. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, I've been my own person all my life. Like this is just who I am. And so when, when, when we used to come into the area, when, and I don't know, maybe she never dated a dude that got acknowledged like her or something like that, or mm-hmm. had women hit on him in front of her. Cause she used to get like, it's not like I'm flirting with them. Yeah. I'm letting them know, like, hey, this is this is this is my wife right here. Like, yeah. Cool. She would get pissed ready to fight them. Wow. Okay. Yes, insecurity. Because she know that, like one this one time I did a conference. I was I was I, I coordinated the conference, and one of the people at the conference, very successful black woman, was on your boy. <laughs> I mean, following me around the damn convention. And I told her, the woman, like, you know, my wife is here or whatever. She got upset. I had to send her home because she was ready to go approach the lady and try to fight. Oh, no. This is business that is happening. Yeah. You're like, this is a, a work thing. I already checked her. We good. Like, it's... like why are you tripping? But it's only because she felt intimidated by the person. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, it, that's just one of the many stories. Oh. I got about 2,000. <laughs> For all the days we were together, I got at least one story. <laughs> so did you feel like, did you have to make an escape plan? I feel like a lot of people, it's hard to like actually pull themselves out of it. You have to just go. Okay. You have to literally go. Like, like I think to plan, a, to, to plan an escape plan is difficult sometimes depending on your living situation with the person, depending on, because um, yeah, you know, if you're not living together, you can block them, but they're still going to show up because that's what narcissists do. They're going to pop up and do yeah. some crazy stuff. Because even after my ex, I, I ended up dating two more after her. Ooh. Realizing it. Yeah. Until I sat back and said, bro, you keep attracting these mother. You got to be cool. Yeah. And, but, 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 but you have to literally just break away. You, there's no way of you planning and saying, well, I'm going to do this 
this the day. No, you got to make up in your mind and just go. Yeah. You're not, no. Especially when you're dealing with a person that you're living with or lives in the same city as you. If you try to plan something, it can become a little dangerous. So it's best just to escape, block them so they don't know where you are and start, start the healing process. Yeah. And go through your whole phase for at least three months. <laughs> So are you in your whole phase? No, I'm I, 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 I look, look, look. I've actually got, I'm on the tail end of it. Like I'm done with it now. Finally, after after almost two years. <laughs> I'm actually saying, okay, Rashad, now it's time to stop. It's, you're healing now, bro. You're healed now. Yeah, you're healed. Yeah. Let's be cool. <laughs> look at that. That phase was fun though. It, it, was a, it was a turn up the show, but. Now you gotta, you know, you gotta be cool. Yeah, be cool. <laughs> you gotta be cool. Oh my gosh. Like, so the women that you guess that you've encountered or met now, is it easier for you to kind of like be like yes, no, because yes. of these things that have yes. happened? Okay. It is, but but I'm but I'm also I've I've picked up this new thing where I just sit back and I kind of just watch, observe. I'm 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 watching your movements and how you act in different environments. And as far as like dating, I don't, I don't, I haven't dated in a minute, like went on dating. Yeah. Dated, and that's going to be different going to get back into that. Yeah. Because I got out of my, out of my, um, out of my marriage early, what, early 2019. Started working a lot. So I didn't have no time and then COVID hit. Yes. So it was like no time to really get back into the dating thing. Yeah. And the women that I was interacting with, it was just... It was just, we in a hole, babe. Okay. <laughs> they wanted me. They were trying to hurry up and be in love and stuff. And I'm like, I just came up out of all that. I don't need yeah. to rush back in that. And a lot of people do that. A, a, a lot of people, like, especially dudes, we'll get so caught up in a woman that was, and we'll break up, and then we'll go turn around and get into another relationship. Hella fast. And we sitting here like, I don't know why she is like that. Well, well, bro, you, you, you picked her. Yeah. And you should take the time to just heal a little bit before you go jump back in there, like knowing how to separate the two. Because if you thought that one was bad, if you're not healed in between it, the one that comes after, it's yeah. gonna be even worse. Oof, no, it's gonna that's be very even true. worse. I had <laughs> I can tell you this story. One after her. I've known this girl since twenty what, two thousand eight? Okay. We were friends when, when I lived in L.A. Um, we were just cool. Like, this is like, when I moved out to L.A. on a fluke, I used to sleep on her couch sometimes. Like, we yeah. was cool. She was going to school. All right. become a writer. And we linked up again after, like, right when COVID hit. She just hit me up out of the blue. And I was just like, oh, snap. Like, it's, it's, it's good to see you. And now she's hella successful. She's a, she's a ghostwriter. Okay. For, like, TV and movies. So she's making, I mean... She got bread, bread. Okay. And she's, and we connected and it was just like, we was having fun, kicking it. And then all of a sudden I'm telling her, I'm like, listen, COVID is going on. I don't want to get in a relationship. I don't want that. She's like, me too. I don't want to be in a relationship too. I work too much, blah, blah, blah. Be careful when somebody says that and then turn around and do something else a few months later, because that right there is showing you, they don't even know who their minds and who they are. Cause yeah. they look for that butterfly feeling. So after about what, it was about maybe four months of us chilling, all of a sudden, one one morning, so what are we doing here? Uh. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to sleep and get some breakfast. That's what we're doing right now. 
And then it turned into a whole big argument where she was just like, some of the stuff she was saying, she was like, we don't have to even be together like that. We can just have a kid. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, what? She's like, <laughs> she's like, you can just move to San Diego where I'm at. Listen, I'll help you get your business started and everything. She's um, she's trying to sponsor a uh, a brother. Sound <laughs> a dream. Sound a dream. Trying to sponsor a brother. And I'm like, what? Sound a dream. That was. And a now, lot. if I was a young dude, I would have fell for it. And been like, because because our spot in San Diego was. <laughs> and, and she got money. I'm like, if, if I was a young dude, I would jump on it and would have been basking. Yeah. And the ambiance of just like, <laughs> I'm a captain. Yeah, you'd be a cat nigga. I get exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. You'd be cat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I would be cat. And so when I told her no, that was not happening, she just lost it. Like, she lost it. She hit my ex up. Oh. Yes, lost it. Oh, see, lost it. you got to take your L's in, inside, yes. like in privacy. Like, yes. that's the thing. Like, believe people when they tell you. So, like, I will say this. Now I have to make the choice. Like, when I meet a dude who's like, oh, I'm just kicking it. It's like, okay, Rashida, are you okay with just fucking this dude for a little while? Yeah. Or do you want a boyfriend? Because if you do, then leave him alone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or fuck him and then go. And like, no, it's it, one it, of the two. Okay. It's, okay it's okay to do that. It's okay to feel that. You don't have to be pressured into being with somebody you don't want to be. Like, let that let that shit naturally grow. Yeah. Don't don't force it. And all of those, because even with her, like, she was, she was dope. And if and if, it, and if our relationship could have naturally grew into something, it probably could have been something by now. But because she started to put too much into like, I want it this way. If you don't do it this way, then I'm gonna be done. I'm just like, you. If 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 that was the situation we first got together, yeah, then I would understand you feeling that way. But you're just now coming out of the blue now because all of a sudden you catching feelings, which I get it. But we just can't. We can't do that. And a narcissist, when you don't give them what they want, boy, watch out. Yeah. Watch out. Because they will come after you at all costs. And and it's just not, it's just not good. Yeah. And tear down your character in the process. Uh, and your sanity. And your sanity. That's yeah. one thing. It takes away because it's like one of those things, the energy that it takes to love a narcissist takes away from everything else in your life. Wow. Everything else has to literally surrender to the narcissistic relationship. Because if it doesn't, you will, the, the narcissist is going to make you feel bad. They're going to, you know, try to try to control you. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't stop until you have to break away. And in the breakaway process, that's a whole nother level of healing right there. Because you're not spiritually taken away from them. Yeah. You may be physically away from them, but you're not spiritually taken away from them, man. Breaking that spiritual trauma bond. Yes. Yeah. No, that, it's real. It takes a, a long time. I feel like I'm still healing myself. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. Every day. Oof. My uh, therapist, uh, when we were trying to talk about narcissism and everything, he test he tested me. He was like, um, Bryce, you mind pass me that uh, notebook next to me? And I was like, yeah, no. And I was like, wait, but it's right next to you. And he said, you see, that's how quick they get you. Uh, so he was like, if you would have went and got it, then I wouldn't be like, all right, I know it, I know the limits. 
but you stopped yourself. You were like, wait, but it's right next to you. So now you're going to be unattractive to them. Now they ain't going to deal with you. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's hella deep. Growth, right? You're just like, wow, I catch it now. Right. That's hella deep. Oh, God. Well, thank you for joining (laughs) us and talking about this. I guess in closing, is there anything you'd want to say to men or women dating someone who is a narcissist, like words of advice to get themselves out of that shit? Leave. <laughs> Leave. You are dating someone that has the same characteristics as a serial killer. Whew. And literally, they are literally killing your soul, your spirit, your mind, where you see yourself, where you see life. They're killing all of that. Yes. So you have to get away from them. There's no getting better with that. I don't care if you're married, got kids, whatever. I don't care. There's no, there's no getting better in that relationship. It, it is going to always, in the same way, they're going to always cheat on you and then come back and make it seem like it's your fault. Or they're going to take things from you and they make it seem like you deserve it, like they're chastising you. It's just not good. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. and, and just, just what I'm learning is that you got to love yourself. You got to, like, that's the most important thing is that self-love piece because... If you love yourself, you can recognize a lot of things off rip that when you didn't love yourself, that you were just like, oh my God, they make me feel like this. No, you should already feel yourself before somebody even comes into the picture. Yeah. And then because most people, a weak person will get intimidated and and you will not be attractive to them if you love yourself too much. That's kind of like, they get intimidated by that. Yeah. And they can recognize it. So loving yourself, leaving the person, Blocking, moving out of state, <laughs> moving out of the city, letting them know. I definitely like, did all those things. <laughs> because I'm telling you, a narcissist, and this is like one of my fears that a narcissist, they hate to lose control, especially when they see you, when you see you becoming better after them. That triggers something in their head where, where you know, you got to be careful. Yeah. I'm talking restraining orders. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm I'm I hear you. I don't think that's crazy at all. I really don't. Uh, Bryce, <laughs> any recommendations to our listeners for books? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This. Um, definitely um Who's Pulling Your Strings? Uh I think it's The Art of Manipulation. That's the one. That's the book that woke me up actually cuz I was like Oh, this is me. I'm I'm the person in the book that they're doing the case studies on. Um, and then definitely uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's Ooh. definitely a good book. because uh, Rashad definitely touched on that. He definitely used that earlier in our conversation. And then um I will also do the uh the attachment book so you understand your attachment styles. I mean, I feel like Oh, yeah, the narcissist, they, they, they come in many ways, shapes and forms. It could be your, your best friend, your mother, your father, your lover. I mean, it's scary. And in, and in sidebar, I just read this um, article today saying that most narcissists can't be identified as narcissists until they're 18. So meaning that in your particular case, let's say you knew that um, Ghost Rider when she was 16, and then now, you know, you met her as an adult you might not have realized that she was a narcissist because she didn't have all the traits until she became an adult. So that's also something scary, which is why people are actually friends with narcissists and they don't even realize it. Yes. 
and then you normalize the relationships and then it becomes like your thing. Mm -hmm. Trauma bond, trauma bond. But, yeah. but, but I, I will say this before you go. Um, one of the things that I think that we make so many excuses for why people do what they do, mm -hmm. stop making excuses for people. Yeah. Like when they do something, you gotta believe that shit. Cause you gotta think about it. If you did it, you know where your heart would be in it. Yeah. It will be straight vengeance is the reason why you did it or to get back to them to hurt them. You you know that that's how you would feel. So why aren't you thinking that same way about how they do what they're doing? Yeah. And, and why they're saying what they're saying. They're doing it to hurt you. In no relationship, you can't have a successful relationship if, if, if you have that. That's why like all these Instagram and all these people that try to put out this thing about love, half of those people are going through hell. Yeah. Just the fact that you keep posting pictures about your relationship lets me know. Yeah, that shit ain't real. Y'all using that. Y'all are using that to make your relationship pretty. Because yep. it's ugly. Yeah. Trust me, my DMs are packed with some of y'all baby mama <laughs> hit me up in my DMs, be trying to have conversations and y'all in a happy relationship. Stay on my DMs, bro. Yes. I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> and that's where you fellas too. Don't be trying to date a woman that, that's in a relationship. She's she's the biggest narcissist. Yeah, and she's still flirting with you yeah, on the side. Yeah, like be careful. I don't care how long they. Yeah, I don't care how many followers she got. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, I hope she's listening. <laughs> Yo, I can't. All right, so thanks y'all for listening to the Ugly Ducklings podcast. You know, you can find me and Bryce on Instagram at Bryce Lennon or at Love Jones Mark Rashad. Please plug your IG. Chef Rashad 2.0. That's uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right. So thank y'all for listening. Put us up in our DMs about the episode, your thoughts. <laughs> Have you dated a narcissist? And what topics maybe you would like to hear next on our dating diaries? All right, y'all. Peace. Take care.